Hello. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Uninformed, where we, the uninformed and un- uneducated, talk about nonsense, random things that just kind of push people's buttons, taboo topics that we should not be talking about, mostly because none of us are experts in any of these fields, and our opinions really don't fucking matter in the grand scheme of things. Oh, that's so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, don't. Don't expect to necessarily <laughs> learn. <laughs> so that was like, it's like, will I be informed or uninformed after watching this? Uh, you'll well, be sleepy. You'll, you'll just be, you'll be fully formed. You'll be confused. Yes. You angry. You've been opinionized. Is that a word? Ooh, Let's make opinionized. it a word. Opinionized. Yes, I've been opinionized. It's important to note at the begin, beginning of the show that we are not responsible for your psychological disorders after our fighting and arguing over... Yeah, or breakdowns. Yes. Nobody tells, yeah. Tony. Yeah, yeah. And quite honestly, if one of us is traumatizes you in some way, welcome to the club. Yeah, good. We traumatize We're each just, other every day. Every day. I literally left a conversation. Do. I literally left a conversation and said, I'm going to leave now so you guys can talk shit about how mean I am. And then I just closed my computer. She said that on Tuesday. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. were pretty mean. I was I really mean. mean. Yeah. You were really mean. Uh, I just, sometimes mean. I need answers and I, I don't have time for nonsense. And so I you get a little me mean. Eight seconds to yes, exactly. I don't have time like, for more than that. Something and was like, I need a yes or a no. I guess so. I know. Tell me now. Now. I don't have time for any of this. Yeah. Um, but this is why everyone at work calls me a bitch. But you know what? They keep paying me and I keep showing up. So. What a dumbass. Which is the it. exact opposite of here where we don't get paid, but we keep showing <laughs> but we up. Keep showing up. <laughs> we, still, we still show up. I'm taking, I take an hour out of my normal job just to do this. We all have Stockholm. To syndrome. be fair, to you told other. you told your normal job. I'm so sorry, but during this time and this time, I'm busy and not around. Have a nice day. <laughs> so they knew going into it. So we are running out of topics in that bowl. Mm. This bowl's plenty. We got plenty, but we always want stuff oh, from no. the audience. So if you guys can email yeah. us, let's do that DM right us. Now. How about let's do that right now? Let's give give you guys like a second to get to throw some topics. I'll write it in the bowl right now. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I'll we'll you, we'll wait for people to catch up since the lag. And while we're waiting for that, we'll say hello. Hello, Rex. It's so good to see you. Hello, Enzo. So nice to have you here. Hides and long grasses. Always, Enzo. you're an angel. Lindsay. Hello, beautiful angel. Tommy. Hello, handsome. It's so good to see you. Sarah's here. Hi, Sarah. Bree's favorite. Um, person in the chat who we all now know is mostly space um danny's here hey danny how are you and welcome to the show is here welcome welcome oh and simon fly we love simon fly we love simon but obviously simon doesn't love me so that's great to know yeah you know what actually i feel like simon only really likes spooky and not anybody else aka kari um and i wish you loved us all more equally because we love you it's surprising because i i'm an asshole so i mean it's great I'm a bitch. I'm here. Being a bitch is my kink, I think. I hate it. I <laughs> am just all around, you know, Scorpio. unexplainable. <laughs> the person we're all afraid of. Deep down, yeah. <laughs> Truthfully. Y'all shaking I've our never boots. been mean in my life. Okay. Um, <laughs> tell me when. I'm just going to Tell me when the receipts. 
Okay, so anyone in the chat, you guys, if you guys will have a topic you guys want us to talk about today, go ahead and put it inside of the chat now, and Brie will put it on um, a paper right right here, right now for you. So go ahead and put it in the chat. Right right now. Thank you. Um, I do want to take this moment while we are waiting um, for for you guys to write your things down in here that next week we're not going to have any shows. Uh, Oh, what show? Me, me and Tony are going to... Oh, yeah. We're doing Star Trek. Oh, okay. We're going to do Star Trek on Thursday, but just Star Trek. Okay, yeah. so they're going to do a Star Trek show on Thursday, but our normal shows are not happening. We will not be having a Bobby's Cryptid Corner this week or a, um, a Super Serious Science show because Bree is going on an adventure, and we will tell you guys more about it after said adventure. Oh. Why can't we oh. just say? Oh, it's like I don't know because you haven't told anyone, so I didn't know how you, if you were, like, um, announcing it to the world. So I didn't want to like rat clarify, you out. Is this mental health and ufology? Like, like together? Mental health in ufology? Okay. Yeah, together. Mm-hmm. Ooh, they want remote viewing. Um, I'm going to see Taylor Swift. Yes, Bree's coming to Vegas Who? to see Taylor Swift. Who? Yeah. yeah. Shmela Schmift. I wish I was no. Sasquatching, although Actually, it yeah. would be freezing right now. Like, summer would be perfect. <sighs> I would love right to now. mortgages, uh, real or the perception of corrupt millionaire corporations. Yeah, put mortgages in there. That's a good one. I can go off on that. Um, should I do that separate to you guys? No, oh, I didn't drop a thousand dollars. I was like, here's the thing. The I would have. Here's the thing. The reason she's coming is because they're free. <laughs> <laughs> um, and not only free, but the VIP treatment and a, a beautiful VIP suite we shall be in. Oh, and a limo ride there. I forgot. A limo ride there. Cool. Sorry. We do it fancy over here, but we didn't pay for it. It was free. It was. It fell into our laps. <laughs> I would have spent that though. I mean, shit. If my Brie, uh, yeah, Brie could have got tickets. My she would have spent that on it. Yeah, rolling loud. My fucking uh, when we were young, tickets were five G's, and I didn't five even G's. get to to get to go. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> yes, we're going as press. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> press. We're press, like, hi, we're from press. the Toddy Wabbit um, Network, uh, the biggest show on YouTube and daytime yeah. television. Yeah. Yeah. What? But hopefully <laughs> me and Brie will also be doing some filming together while she is here. We had some ideas for especially this uninformed show. So hopefully you guys will see some cool stuff because she'll be out here for a few That'll days. Be All right. So fun your idea. Okay. Let's wait. Did I see something topic. about Takesh mode? Oh my god, jealous. It, that's in Vegas too, right? I did see that they were doing I a believe show it in is, Vegas, yeah. And I was like, I want to go to that really bad. All right. Sometimes I feel like I only pull the Jeff ones that I put in that day. Oh, this is old. Um, mm. Current train crashes around mm. United States and mm. possibly other countries. I mean, they're still going Legend. on. Oldish. Well, there was one yeah. today. Yeah. There's oh, more. really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. stop. No, it doesn't it's like, stop. No. It's like so, they happening right anyway, but now we're just paying more attention or... Are they actually happening? So, so I, I think if, here's my personal opinion on it. I think what happened is, is that um, 
we we live in a time, unfortunately, where a lot of um, things are being deregulated and a lot of laws are just kind of being thrown off the table and a lot more things are being allowed that wasn't allowed before. And I think what we're seeing is not maybe necessarily a giant um, conspiracy that a lot of people think, but I think what the problem is is that we had the government got rid of a lot of laws around trains and the way that the uh, safety of them is to be conducted. And because of that, we are now having a bunch of accidents. So I don't know if it's necessarily because like the government's trying to murder us all and like poison all our water or whatever, but I think it's more just a corrupt government who wants more money and they want to do things for cheaper. So they're, you know, being very lax on their rules of how they're going about things safely. And because of that, we're having trains crash everywhere. It's affecting everything you're seeing when policy is taken away, the exact effects of what happened and why those policies were put regulations, sorry, why those regulations were put into effect in the first place. You would think so every time one of these Big, like, obviously, we're when we put this in there was the East Palestine, Ohio issue had just happened, and we put that in the bowl. You would think that these companies, especially when something like that happens, they become financially liable for the cleanup because the government's going to hold them, you know, to it because the people are going to be pissed off. And you would think that the companies would say weigh the risk to reward of like do we not spend an extra minute or two minutes you know inspecting these cars cars or do we just let it go and say fuck it we'll pay a 10 billion dollar fine to the government because that's the other problem is that's who they pay the fine to is to the government it's fuck circle jerk yeah it it's doesn't help the people because they're paying the money to the government. They're not going door to door saying, well, there's 3000 people that live in this town that we crashed our chemical train in and poisoned your water and killed all the animals and destroyed all your food. So we're not going to give you a hundred thousand dollars. We're going to give the government $8 billion and then we'll just be fine. But that's exactly why the town, I don't know if you guys heard this, but I'm sure everyone knows the story of Erin Brockovich. She lived in a town and they poisoned Mm -hmm. the water, blah, blah, blah. There's a movie about it. She actually showed up to where in Ohio, where the first train derailment was, and they actually labeled her a terrorist and would not let her in. And they said, arrest her on site if anyone sees her, because they were so terrified that she was going to go in and do the exact same thing that she did in her hometown that they actually barred her from going in. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. That's awful. Wasn't there like yeah. a movie that came out recently that was yes. basically the same story in yes. the same town? Yes, yes. And I don't remember yeah, the that, name of I, it, but what was yeah, funny is people called were, White Noise. White yeah, noise. And yes. people, people were talking about it, filming, right. watching it film and all that kind of stuff, and then w- literally watching it come to life. Do you think that's exactly. a little bit of manifestation? I don't know. It, it, yeah, it's one of those it. timing. It's one of those things that was timed so greatly that you're like, wait. Was this planned? Did this, you know what I mean? I remember first hearing it and going, oh my God, it's just like the movie because I had just finished the movie. Mm -hmm. Well, and then, so uh, Pete Buttigieg came out and said, well, there's a thousand train derailments a year. Like that isn't a fucking problem. And we just had this big whole infrastructure bill that was signed at an ungodly amount of money. People don't think about trains as much as they do like airports and highways Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But over a third of all commerce is shipped on trains Mm -hmm. and it's all fucking ignored. 
because it's the like cheapest route large, to go. Yeah. And you can move, you can have like a three mile long train move across mm-hmm. the country yep. at 80 miles an hour, yep. as opposed to a thousand trucks. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's cheaper, but we ignore the rail system. We ignore that yep. because we see it as like outdated and everything like that. So I think it is something that, Unfortunately, private companies run the railroads. It's not mm-hmm. run by the government anymore. It is regulated oh, wow. by the government, but it is not run by the government. Yep. Um, uh, wow. It, which is a problem because people don't know the chemicals that are flying through their towns at 40 miles an hour at you know a mile-long train going through their town. It's something that really needs to be looked at, but it needs to be looked at in a way where... We aren't making it more difficult to move things, but at the same time, making Mm. it safer. Regulations, but that won't necessarily slow it down. And we also also have to be able to differentiate between a mechanical failure and uh, incompetence. Mm -hmm. Because what happened in Ohio was a mechanical failure. Yeah. And you could say, well, if they had more time, if they had more time, but at the same time, do you go out and check the wheel bearings on your car or truck every time you go out, or do you check your tires every time you go out? Well, you if have I re- a blowout, if, and you if have I to remember, pay. if I remember correctly, too, part of it was so. There's actually a thermometer that reads the bearing temperature as the trains are driving every like certain right. number of miles, and there was a point where the bearings were starting to heat up, and then. By the time they got to that next one where it was already, it was going to derail is the next time it went off. And so I think the bigger problem is, is at, or what the problem was, is that the regulation stated that they didn't have to do anything about it. Even though it was rising at that one temperature check-in, it was like, oh, well, it's not really at the the inappropriate time yet. So there's nothing we right. can do. And then when they got to the next one is then it was, oh my God, oh shit, we're fucked. Mm-hmm. And then bam is when it happened. Right. So, so it's, it's, there's so many things that, and it, th- so many issues that with, went wrong inside of this. Mm-hmm. And now having been on ocean faring vessels, and out to sea and underway and everything, what we do is you do a check every single hour. There's an engineer who is checking all gauges, taking temperatures of coolant and everything else every single hour. If we notice a pattern, if we notice something's going up, something doesn't sound right or whatever, we check it at a higher interval. We check it more and more often. And then we make the decision whether or not we need to shut down an engine, whether or not we need to shut a system down. On trains, I think there's what, like just three or four people on them and they're just careening across the country and there's yeah and the thing with that is there it used to be more it used to be double to triple the time but again they keep cutting back on these regulations and so now it's literally a skeleton crew of two to three Mm -hmm. people running upon this three mile train trying to make sure everything's working and everything's happening and everything's going okay and like that's not a lot of people when you have them you know going for hours and hours at a time and not having breaks and things like that when you only have three people in charge of a giant train i mean there's bound to be an accident that happens yeah and the, and the thing is like with a train you can't have people stationed throughout the train to monitor things you have them in you know the locomotive sections and they just all kind of sit there together so that could be something that could again cost comes into effect to build 
like an addition to each car or every so many cars to have a monitoring station where an engineer is that can communicate to the conductor. But my brother, my older brother, uh, he retired from the Air Force uh, shit, a while, a long time ago. And since then, he has worked for Union Pacific, the train company. And mm-hmm. he was telling me last year we were talking about how bad the working conditions are in the rail industry because they're so stingy and they're so quick to fire people, Mm -hmm. especially the first two or three years that they're working. If they, if they get sick or if they need to take too much time off, if there's a family, they fire those motherfuckers so quick because there's somebody waiting for that job that pays $25, $30 an hour to come on. So they don't care. And they would rather, uh, fire somebody for the most minuscule reasons than keep experienced people on board because they can just rotate out yep. and not pay benefits and not do that. So a lot of it is just the way the rail companies are structured as a strictly profit driven. We don't give a fuck about the people. We don't give a fuck about mm. anything. It's a really big problem. It sounds like it. You know, when it first happened, it was the same week of the Chinese um, spy balloon. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't know why my brain immediately immediately went like, oh, this is a conspiracy. I was thinking about how, yeah, you know, our train system is one of the biggest way we get any goods across the United States. If I was of a foreign country that is our adversary, someone that wants to disrupt United States, I would absolutely try to sneak something on that plane, try to derail it, and then mm-hmm. should it goes up in the air. And if could you imagine if that happened like all mm-hmm. across the country all at once? You could just put yeah. some type of um, what do you call that? Uh, chemical. Um, my brain's going. Chemical Why? attack? Uh, yeah. Like a bioweapon of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, that would be a pretty smart idea because we're looking out for you in the sky. Well, good thing China has TikTok on your phone because now they have a really good plan. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they just yeah, heard it. It, but it felt a little bit um, when they tried to deny it, when they tried to say that it was gone, but there were still the satellite images and there were still the people that were just throwing simple rocks in the water. And you see that like sizzle. Chemicals. Yeah. Um, the rainbow. The rain. Chemical. Uh, oh, yeah. The puffy rain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, hold on. We we make movies about Chernobyl and we give Russia such a bad uh, time for them covering up Chernobyl and this could be the same type of situation like why don't we learn from that if we want to point the finger and be like they weren't totally transparent with their people and, and people just died or people got hurt for no reason then we should probably try to be just as decent you know and like well, do that it, thing we said they should have done if you really want to blow your mind on a massive disaster to like the entire world. Look at the Fukushima plant and look at NOAA's uh, tracking of radioactive material all across the Pacific Ocean. 
from when that does when that earthquake happened that caused the mount meltdown and how the Japanese government refused to acknowledge that there was a meltdown yep. for it was like a week or two in the <clears throat> radioactive water that was used to cool the rods was being spilled into the ocean and with currents. And now they're finding those radioactive isotopes in fish all over the Pacific ocean. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all your favorite fish. It's salmon. It's yep. fucking sea bass. It's yep. halibut. It is like every fucking wild it, it, fish. It got pond. put into their ecosystem and now they've had to adapt to it and it is a part of them now. Like it is it is everywhere. That's mm-hmm. a big issue I think that we have with a lot of these big powerful things that these countries have like nuclear reactors and you know bombs and all these things. At the end of the day we do not know the long term ramifications until the long term shows up and here we are exactly. and then now we're seeing it. Like there's yeah. no way for us to test those things. Like they test Tested all these short term, like when they came to blowing up the atom bomb and stuff like that. But now, 20 years later, we're learning, oh, shit, okay, maybe we shouldn't have done this. And we've now permanently altered our environment by doing this. Yeah. Kari, I'd like to hear from you. I've heard plenty from the other. uh, Oh, sorry. Yeah. We're passionate about this one. We are. I just want to hear any any comments from (laughs) the other one. I mean, someone mentioned in the comments and you mentioned it was the same week as that balloon thing which i found twinky right. but um i i think the the surge of kind of attention towards it is good in terms of highlighting the, the regulatory issues mm. but i i think that may if this stuff was already happening why now i mean the ohio one was really bad you know but now there's yeah. like this hyper fixation on all of the trains and fi- I mean, it's not inherently right. a bad thing because if there's issues, then people should be talking about it. But I just, I don't know. The the tin foil in me is like, what are they distracting from? Like, what what are we missing? What's happening that we're not looking at? But that would be conspiracy theorist. Yeah, we can't do that. I'm not one of those people. <laughs> well, at the beginning though, they weren't giving it as much media attention, and there were no. a lot of people out there like, "Why is no one talking about this?" But that was because it was the same mm. time as the fucking Chinese spy balloon. So you had right. this like split in media that wants to be like, "But wait, there's China war, war, war. What's going on?" And then it's like, "Well, uh, people are like kind of dying over here." I found people are I- like. Their eyes hurt, their throat hurt, and they're at their house like, oh, I got a headache real bad. The fact that so... Biden refused to, to turn up was quite mm, That was interesting, it was, yeah. It was like... What is he going to do? Well, it's all around, it's, but it's it's about appearances. It's about yeah. it's about yeah. when you have something of that it, it nature. It a huge political win to mm-hmm. Trump and his. He's not in the best elected, of his so. health. What if he showed up and then like instantly died? He went to Ukraine instead. I mean, that's not really like less dangerous, right? If it's not good air quality, that man. I mean, I feel like they keep him in like some type of like a bubble or something, hyperbolic chamber. (laughs) Yeah, keep him in the best condition, and then they have to like heat it back up, and then they're like, "All right." So I don't know if you guys come to have come to this conclusion, but for me personally, I've like lived in conspiracy land for a long time. And I've just decided that everything is really just about money at the end of the day. Like if you just look where the money's mm-hmm. at, that's really what it is. It's literally just comes down to money and power. And it's not anything as fantastical, as wild as I think a lot of us want to think, but it all just comes down to money and power. And that's really all it is. Well, that's all, the only thing that really turns the world around. Exactly. Though, yeah, really, yeah. really. So people... 
people would be really amazed if they realize just how incompetent the government is. Yeah, especially is, yeah. elected officials. They're I so mean, bad. these are it, they're popularity. George contests. Santos, anyone? The, among like <laughs> fucking all of them. How many times have we had like in America? a politician who is actually competent and not a lawyer seeking a way mm. to just secure their family wealth and build their family wealth and grift to the people to gaslight people they all fucking do it every single mm. one of mm -hmm. them do it they do it to stay in power and they're just yep. like oh well you know we have to for instance they knew the supreme court uh decision was coming out on roe v wade and the Democrats had control of the House, the Senate, the freaking White House, and they're like, we have to codify Roe v. Wade. Okay, put the bill forward and shut the fuck up. Did they do that? No. No. Why didn't they do yeah. that? Because they can fucking run on it and continue to be reelected because nobody, Republicans are the fucking worst when it comes to putting a message forward. Because oh, yeah. if they had any fucking sense, they would go, well, they were in power for two years, said they were going to put Roe v. Wade and codify it. Well, did they do that? No, but they had power. Why didn't they do that? Because they want to run on it. They want a political. As much as that's, it sucks, you're 100% true in that point. They did 100% could have changed that decision, decided not to do it, and instead are now using it as a platform to rerun on. And that's what it is at the end of the day. The government does not care about us. They only care about themselves and putting themselves first and forward. Yep, and they, they just keep... Every party is guilty of it. Yep, every party. And even though I am conservative-ish because I like guns, but I hate fucking politics because it is nothing more than I want to be in charge and I like the power and they all get super rich and they just fuck the middle class and the lower class over and it just... It's different depending on what party it is and how you fuck them over. Boo. Right. <laughs> I think we're ready for the next I'll topic. Comments. Kari, do you have any last minute words? <laughs> Quiet one? Uh, no, I think Tony's pretty spot on there. Um, I agree with him. That, that, yeah. was, that, was, that was very non-Republican of you. Very. Very was. partisan. Was. Yeah. I was. I was, was proud of that. I'm, Can I'm we surprised that, that moment? Was, that was yeah, we do. to the center there. I'm proud of that. <laughs> I'll remind it you was of that almost when, to the center, uh, yeah. <laughs> almost. When you, when I'm no, preparing not. for Nicole's many arguments with people. So oh, it's going to be it's going to be Kari and Tony. So I'll be like, debate. hey, I heard it's Tony good. once say, mostly space. No, I'm going to spend like the whole. Like, she's a she's no. like a poli sci major, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's that's going to be big debates. Okay, but that's good. fine. Whatever. I added I one in it. here, but I don't remember the fucking flight name, even though I still haven't even finished. MH370. Okay, so I put MH40 question mark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so Are you about the one that crashed in the ocean or the ones the yeah. Russians shot down over Crimea? I don't fucking know any of them. Pick one. The <laughs> one that I think she's talking about. Are you talking about the one Ooh. with the Netflix thing that came out? Okay, what is it, Bray? This is one of my favorite topics ever. Oh my God. Police brutality. Ooh. Oh yeah. Um uh all cops are bastards. Fuck the police. Fuck anyone who works for the a -cab, government. A cab, a cab, a cab. That's all I gotta say about it. If you're a cop, you're a pig, fuck off. I hate it. 
you're all bad. All of you lump together, just like you fucking, just like you lump groups of people together that you prosecute. You are all lumped together as shitty fucking assholes. Suck my dick. Yeah, it's very difficult um, because I understand their purpose and I know that there are good people that Correct. are police officers sure. uh i get your point jamie like group them together if they want to yeah. group other people together then yeah. you know yeah, they're um, grouped together too. but i know that there are good people out there yes. the problem is that i've always been like a wrong doesn't make a right type of person and so for me to see like even if they capture someone really bad if you're the police instance, fuck you oops sorry <laughs> Uh, even if they capture someone really bad, um, I still don't agree with them, like, roughing them up. And I know that that's difficult, especially if they, like, let's just say they killed a child, right? <gasps> but I feel that when not you... Not the cops, the criminal. Not the cops, right? the oh. criminal. Okay. Even if they do something like that, obviously that's a tough position for someone to be in because you feel personally irritated, you know, personally a very upset and emotional about that. And you want to be like, I'm going to kick this motherfucker's ass. But I feel that your job as a policeman is literally just to protect and deliver. And that's how you serve. And so I just don't agree with take with with them kind of taking out their own aggression on even if someone's bad you know what i mean and that's always been hard for me to watch um i know that's a different opinion than even my family they're like are you kidding me so like you know if this happened and this happened i'm like but in order for me to see the police as neutral which they should be neutral as in like literally just delivering and protecting mm. not getting involved not letting you can't have the law in your hands is how I feel. I I want to say to 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 what you're saying too. I think my biggest problem with the police is like the police are supposed to be somebody that you can trust, that you call when you're in trouble or you need help with something. And that's not what it is anymore. And that's why I say fuck all cops. It's not that I think all of them are horrible people. And so don't worry, Danielle, I saw your comment. Like we don't think all cops are bad, but like what we mean is what, what I mean is is like fuck all of them and lump them together is like what Brie was saying. They go out there into these marginalized communities and they lump people together and they they talk about stereotypes and they harass certain groups of people. So if they're going to do that, how I'm going to personally deal with the police is lump them all together, too, just like they do to everyone else in society. And that's how I view them. And I just don't trust cops. If I am ever in a situation where there's an issue, not once does it come across my mind to call the police. In fact, the opposite, to never call them because there's just no point in having them around to me because I don't feel like they fix situations or make anything better. I think all that cops do is escalate things and make things worse. And that's just been my experience and the experience of most people within the world, unfortunately. I'm sure that there are lots of people who have great, wonderful relationships with cops and all that wonderful things, but on the big global scale of things, it doesn't tip in a favorable way. It, ta it, 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 it tips in a negative way. Well, I've seen I've seen both sides of this because uh, one, I used to live in a really shitty place where there was a lot of shootings and stuff, so cops were everywhere. And one night, I went outside to smoke a cigarette, and I was a bit inebriated. I think it was a weekend, but uh, one of my former soldiers, his wife, called the cops on him and said he was getting rough or whatever and it absolutely that was they they determined that's not what happened she fucking lied and 
I saw the cops over there and I saw him and I was like, hey, what's going on? So I walk, I measy on over there. And this dude is six foot three, 250 pounds, an absolute fucking unit. Or no, he's six foot five. He's two inches taller than me. So I'm six three. He's six five. And the cops that showed up were like five eight. Oh shit. So I show up and I'm like, um, so this dude used to be my soldier. Can I help you guys out? Because if he starts getting <laughs> upset, I don't want anything to happen, right? And I talk him down, and I'm sitting there with him for probably two hours talking him down and stuff. And everything ends up great. You should have been I've, a cop. <laughs> no. There's, I joined the military because we're legally allowed to kill people. No, listen, you trafficked cares. your body to the government. Call it what it is. Oh, yes, I did. That's true. And they pay for it. I was but, like, it is legal ooh. prostitution at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to put the military in here. I'm sorry, Tony. But being that in... just sparked a button for her. She was like, <laughs> <laughs> But being in a small town, I can say that the cops around here, they every time... You know, the buses come to and from the schools. They're there to watch over the kids to make sure that nothing happens. Not that there's very much or any crime where I live, but they exactly still do it. That's why. But that's the difference between a place where there's a lot of crime and the cops are always on the edge in a place where there's mm-hmm. not a lot of crime and they don't have to be worried about just randomly being shot at just because they're cops. I get the job sucks. And some people take the job because, you know, they don't have anything else in life. They they can become a cop or join the military. There are a lot of bad apples. I think that there probably is more bad than good apples. Well, and that's um, the, the problem is... Positive is that- people, too. Like, people that take out their weird shit. Well, um, I also think been... that you have an institute. Oh, am I not me? Okay, you have an institution that has made it so that they all protect each other. So even if they do bad things, it mm-hmm. they are protected. Like when you go to file a police, like, um, like a complaint about someone, you want to know where that shit goes. Absolutely nowhere. Do you think that they take it somewhere and do anything mm-hmm. about it? No, they protect each other and they throw the shit in the mm-hmm. trash and they move on with their life. So half the time, the bad apples aren't even being reported because there's no one to report them to because they're all just protecting each other. So it really is about a huge giant overhaul in general. And I think as shitty as the sounds, as much I don't as much as I don't like the government, there needs to be some sort of an overhaul on policies when it comes to policing. And the only thing that can change that would be the government to put in laws and policies into effect to change those things. But just no one does that because it's not making anyone money. It's not putting anyone in power. So it's not a priority politically. So money, money once again comes up, which is a really big problem where no city, state, county, or anything like that should rely on any type of monetary income from speeding tickets or traffic tickets or any any type of ticket or court charge or anything like that to pay for their budget because that incentivizes them being douchebags. And then there is this the Supreme Court ruling that said that 
cops aren't there to protect they're there to enforce the law which is a really big fucking problem because they are there to protect it literally says on the side of their cars to protect and serve mm-hmm. not to rule and conquer right but what are they protecting and serving the institutional well that's They're what they do now the people. the people it's supposed to be you're you're protecting the people I think people. it becomes more about the 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 institution yeah but it it should well, be the community not feels the like a government. big rat club so, so you know like i want to say it was like maybe a month ago that uh police footage came out of the police I'm officers 15 minutes getting... late your chicken's ready oh Ooh. damn it um the uh the police cam footage that came out of the police officers beating that guy right and they also happened to be black police officers and it happened to be over the fact that that guy was sleeping with one of the guys like ex-wives or something like that like that is the kind of corrupt things we're talking about it's not just white police officers it's not just like only the police officers in charge of things this group of people who were police officers got together and decided to do this because their assumption was that they could get away with it because they were the police. It also came out that the Memphis video police, made me cry. It also yeah. came out Didn't the Memphis it. police were hiring no. known gang members to be police officers, which is a huge fucking like red flag. I was like, so one of the things is in order to be a police officer or even work in government levels like that, you have to go through things and they have to know certain things. Like you can't be uh, a gambling addict. You can't have like a bunch of ex-wives because these are all things that people could use to manipulate you to do the law. And they used to hold those standards a lot stricter. And it seems that as time goes on that they're not holding those high standards when they're hiring people anymore because you're getting so many more corrupt people who can you know, really be manipulated at these high levels. <laughs> so, Do you think that giving them a higher wage would solve a problem? Because I know that don't. there is a okay. Because I know that there is a problem that like they're not being paid enough and they're being looked bad at. So then it's sort of this like giving up thing. Like, well, they don't want my help. I'm not getting paid. Fuck it. So having been a army recruiter, I will tell you, you can get a waiver for somebody who is a convicted murderer to get them into the army. And the reason Mm -hmm. why they Mm -hmm. made those changes was because of the Iraq and Afghan war, the war on terror. I think it originally came about somewhere around 2004, 2006, but there's waivers for every fucking thing you can imagine. 20% 20% privilege. Wait, wait. There's yeah. one right now where they're actually um, they're toying with the idea of giving inmates time off of their sentences if they donate organs to people in need. Yep. <clears throat> so yep. I, they're like, I oh, we'll take five years that. off your sentence if you give this lady one of your kidneys or whatever. Like 100%, that is really what's in the works currently inside of the prison world. I am processed into basic training with a guy who was there because the judge told him you can go to jail or you can go to the military. And he said, well, I guess I'll join the military. So he was obligated by law to join the military because that was his sentence. Yep. Oh God. So there you go. So now you see how different we are than Russia with their Wagner group of fucking inmates that are running around killing people in Ukraine. Veterans, they know a thing or two because they've seen a thing or two. It's uh, scary, huh? 
The um, world's a scary fucking place, man. When you start to look at things on a bigger scale and start to understand how it all actually really works. Yeah. Okay. I will say, um, I would agree with them letting people off earlier if they donate, if it was like a certain situation. Because, like, I love that show, uh, the Death Row shows or whatever. And mm-hmm. when you when you get into the actual crime, sometimes there really doesn't seem to be enough substantial evidence for that person to be on death row. So, like things like that, if it's a if it's a case that should be revisited, and you know whatever. But um, other than that, it's like they obviously didn't care enough. Ooh, that reminds me of another one we should do. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. And then we should move on to the next topic because we've only done two and we're 42 minutes in. Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> what about our Buzz Aldrin, right? See, then you guys aren't going to worry about this. I know. Nothing I told you enough. we got plenty of them. <laughs> sometimes we go through eight in episodes. Sometimes we go through three. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you when you pull things like, is hot dog a sandwich or a taco? <laughs> Ethical mining. Ooh, okay. Um, there's no such thing. There's no such thing, yeah. <laughs> there's no such thing as ethical mining. So um, specifically, I guess I'll more talk about it in the crystal and rock trade of the world kind of things. I don't know what other mining that's referring to. Like, I don't mine uranium or anything like that. I don't, I don't claim to oh, know anything like, about that. Uh, Rare metal mining. Lithium. Yeah, rare mining. Yeah, just any of that. So here's the problem. Uh, Not everything comes from America. Surprise. Some things come from other sides of the world. And unfortunately, we do not have a say in what other countries' regulations are. And most other countries do not have regulations. And so people are literally, if if not close to being slaves. The CIA. So ever in... Oh my God, did I do it again? I was saying that these people are literally working in the mines are like slaves. They are barely working for money. They're in horrible conditions. Many of them are dying in mines every day. Like you don't know whether you're going to come back out or in. And at the end of the day, you have beautiful countertops because of it. Mm-hmm. That sounds like Toyama. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Is it graphite? Mm. Oh, I, I, just watched, <laughs> I just watched a clip actually. It was from Joe Rogan. And they were talking about what is that thing that goes into your smartphones? Oh, lithium. The no. lithium. There's a no. shit ton of lithium. There's a, there's a rare metal. Uh, this is what I was trying to remember when I it, mentioned it a second ago. God, I can't remember starts, what the. And it's like a basic was. name too. You'll hear it and yeah. be like, "Oh yeah, that." Is it um, fuck. Cobalt. Cobalt. I think it's cobalt. Yeah, cobalt. yeah, yeah. I think cobalt so. plays a big part in the anodes for lithium batteries. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was like I don't. I think it was cobalt. We'll have to revisit when we know. I actually was going to play it, and then I was like, "Fuck it," and I deleted I'm it. I'm fairly sure it was cobalt. Um, that but that was really sad because it was like in everyone's phone. You know, like your your Samsung, any Android, any <sighs> any iPhone, um, and how it was supposed to be like very. Uh, I guess narrowed down to who can be there and instead it is just a fucking frenzy and these people are using their bare hands to like scrape and unearth this from the mine that's just huge like thousands of people running down a mine to see what they can get uh where, it was just where are these really sad mines, Bree? is it in india no <laughs> no, cobalt uh, are in Africa and China. Africa, yeah. 
And oh, guess yeah. who minds them and guess what they go towards? Your electric cars, your fucking Apple. phones. Yep. Tesla, Apple. Well, Tesla mm -hmm. no longer, Tesla stopped using cobalt in their anodes Ooh. two years ago. Oh, okay. So they no longer use cobalt, but every mm -hmm. other company, because Tesla makes their own batteries, so GM, Ford, all those electric trucks that you see coming out, they all use slave labor from the Congo to build your grifty ass truck that can't fucking pull anything, but you feel better because you have an electric car. Yeah, hey. but see, Vanessa, the problem is it's too expensive to mine it in Idaho because we have laws and regulations and have to pay people. Yeah, yeah I, that. I, I can guarantee I can you. That video. I can guarantee you there's not one thing in your house that you can point like there everyone has something that it was not ethically mined in their house like there's oh, some version of it like there's no like and when people claim that it's ethically mined they are liars unless it came here and it's an american something it was absolutely not ethical in any way mm -hmm. an american something found it i'm not saying that america's particularly but if we're talking about like regulation wise and like people not dying in a mine or like not being paid what they're doing like that doesn't happen here and that's what they mean by ethical mining we're a lot better than a lot of countries are. But um, much what so they're doing, Vanessa. Angela stat said diamonds. Oh yep. blood diamonds, yep. Oh god. So diamonds are not as rare as they make it out to be. Not and they like blood. they literally yeah. are like, Oh my god, diamonds, they're so expensive. You guys have to have them. They're all oh my god, I don't know that. They're literally so common. It's like not even a big deal. They can make them in a lab now. Jamie, how many Ew, why would how you many... want a lab diamond? Gross. Jamie, <laughs> how many companies control the diamond industry on the two. international oh, two weird right? okay i'm gonna you guys Sports i found it uh two and one of them um if i say the name out loud it could get racial so i'm not gonna say it because then people will go all conspiracy on it but there's two specific groups of people who own the like the diamond world the entire diamond world and they control so start the with the J. diamonds yes yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's where I got my yeah. diamond. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, and there's a reason that you got your very nice, expensive diamond from them because that's the quality that they have. They have, they have all. They're the ones who have it. Hell yeah! Okay, listen, I I downloaded it, you guys. This is gonna okay. feel Perfect. almost like fucking S four for a minute. Okay. Oh. Okay. Let's see. Super, <laughs> super serious science, science show. <laughs> super, super serious. Super serious. <laughs> serious uninformed. Super secret show. <laughs> Super secret science show. The secret space show. Fucking A. Yes. Yeah. So crazy to see. This is the bottom of the supply chain of your iPhone, of your Tesla, of your Samsung. I mean, I'm just naming those companies. Right. Uh, it's all of them, right? All of them. And here's what you need to know, Joe, about this video. I, I was the first outsider to get into this mine. This is an industrial cobalt mine where there's not supposed to be one artisanal miner. Now that's the term used for people who are just digging by hand as opposed to tractors and excavators. This mine, and I can name it, it's called Shabara. There's not supposed to be one artisanal miner here according to the consumer facing tech companies and EV companies buying this cobalt. Lo and behold, I walk into this place and this is what I see. There's more than 15,000 human beings crammed into that pit. Joe. So it was indeed yep. cobalt. Um, and that just sucks. It's like, yeah, we place regulations, but 
It is just like, oh, that's another one. It's just like animal testing. Mm. People can say, oh, we, uh, you know, we don't have anything that's, that's, all of our products aren't tested by animals. But if you track who owns the label, if they're out of China, China doesn't have those regulations. So it is still being tested on animals. And especially when you like go back to who owns all these different makeup brands, you could say that just your line doesn't test on animals. But when you go back to the very beginning, which is usually uh, like L'Oreal, they do test on animals. It's like the same thing with, okay, so all these famous influencers you see, like Kim Kardashian and Kylie, they all use the same exact manufacturer. It's the same fucking products and things are just slightly changed and they're made in a different country. That's because they make billions of dollars. They don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Once once you hit a certain... This is my theory. I don't know if this is based in fact at all, but I think once you hit a certain income level, you stop actually fucking caring and Mm -hmm. you start... Mm placating people and just going well they use these people well you use the same fucking people dipshit there's only one place this fucking mineral comes from where mm-hmm. who do you think is doing this and mm-hmm. i think more people should see that video because that is essentially modern day slavery yep. and what's happening with it is we all benefit from it in the Western world. I'm trying to eat. <laughs> we all benefit it from it from the Western world, but all these so-called third world countries are the ones who are suffering. These those thousands mm-hmm. of people are the ones who are being exposed to toxic chemicals, to like all these things. And we sit here and we say, well, we have to save the environment and move to electric cars. Okay. How are What's we your hate on the these... electric cars? Should I just I add that in? Here's an interesting question. I like, why, I like, why are... I like the sound of dinosaurs burning as I drive. Go ahead, sorry. So do I. <laughs> what, what is the what is the difference between this hyperfixation on the environmental effects of the Ohio train uh, thing, but the ambivalence uh-huh. towards the environmental effects of mining cobalt? That's a really weird thing. Yeah. Mm, because it's out of, out, of, out of sight, out of mind. It goes. It always right, yeah. goes back to that thing where if it's not in our face, we're not looking at it. But then at the same time, we have a, that two, two-edged sword where it's like America is constantly raising money to help everything other than its own people. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But here's also the thing. If we didn't outsource our materials with uh, cheaper labor and whatnot, uh, what we have here would be tremendously more expensive. So that's also something I think that as a country, as as a peoples, we would have to really think about and decide because I think it's it's easy to point the finger and just be like, this is wrong, this is wrong because the company is making all this profit. But the second the company is trying to produce something, a product on a mass scale, the quality if if you want it to be somewhat good or whatever, I mean, it's going to cost more money just from being made here in America. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell y'all a secret. I'm going to tell y'all a secret that I learned when I worked in the automotive industry as a salesman. Tell us. Tell us. <laughs> 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 I was 
perfect. So, <laughs> did you really say that on air? I thought that was like a private thing we say to each other, but okay. So let me now tell you guys. You no, we're not PC. <laughs> oh, they already know. We're trying to be woke over here. No, we're trying. So, <laughs> just kidding. Do you know? I think it was somewhere around 2004, 2008, uh, trucks became super popular. Mm -hmm. Really like, popular. Everybody had to have a truck. Ford Ford fucking Ranger. <sighs> everybody had to have a full That's size F 150 Ram, GMC, what the fuck ever. Right? Yeah, if you ride a Ford horse. Raptor. And I these, would never want that. these trucks went from a a full size truck went from a base price of around twenty thousand dollars to forty thousand dollars. The reason for that is not an increase in technology at all. Every single truck is built the exact same fucking way. It is a body on frame truck. Body on frame vehicles have existed since the Model T. There is no technological advance. It is the same shit on all of them. So what they're doing is they started adding leather to trucks. They put big screens in trucks. They put... What is that so working at the dealership, I found out every single brand new truck that we sold had a profit margin between twelve to $14,000 mm -hmm. for the dealer. Which means the profit margin for the manufacturer is somewhere around $20,000 per vehicle because it's a fucking scam. And they're doing the same thing with all this technology that they're trying to sell you on electric vehicles and everything else. A Ford F-150 Lightning with uh maxed out, which is what everybody wants, is like eighty thousand dollars for a truck that can't pull a trailer. You can't put a camper <laughs> on it, you can't do truck shit with it. Truck but shit. You have an electric truck, which by the way, you have to pay for the electricity for it, just like you have to pay for gas for your gas vehicle but electricity costs more than gas does now because the world sucks it's not getting better it's getting worse Rolls Royce oh, right. has so this is one of the things that I came up with was I was like so all these manufacturers are going to have electric vehicles how does one electric vehicle be better than the other and I came up with this when I was a car salesman. Like, the, how do I sell my electric car over your electric car, right? Mm -hmm. Rolls-Royce has an electric car. Tesla has an electric car. How is the Rolls-Royce better than the Tesla? I'd say brand. Name. That's what I mean, brand, yeah. That's brand it. Name. So now we've established that we are going to pay an extra $300,000 for a name. Mm -hmm. The whole system also, falls apart. because of what that massive fail from Elon Musk, the most painful thing I think I've ever watched the in my truck. life with this freaking cyber truck and him trying, like, this isn't going to break. The bulletproof windows. And, and, it, 
explodes. That it's was ugly the worst thing. Well, I think, but it's it's important what Tony's saying because it, it's like I don't know if you guys ever remember this, but a few years ago, Payless did this thing where they they set up a fake, really fancy store in New York called Payless. Pay it was literally Payless, but like they they changed like the inflection on the words or whatever, and then they Look, sold friend. Payless shoes pay for hundreds <laughs> of dollars to people because they thought it was like a new fancy brand that was out there and then at the end of it they were like jk you just spent four hundred dollars on shoes that somebody could buy at Payless." and they got all these really? clips of people talking about like how good the quality was and how great the design was and then at the end of the day they were fucking pay less shoes and it, it really what it is in america we pay because there's a statue a statue uh, of like power associated with these names and so because we have mm -hmm. them it's important, like handbags or shoes or cars that you drive or, you know, what kind of house you have, all those things. There's a societal, this is what it means to be successful. So when you have those things, of course, they're going to be expensive because they're the best of the best. You're trying to prove to people. Yeah, I, admit, I think I'm part of the problem. You are. I thought about yes. your purses immediately. <laughs> so, so it, you know, it it's something that happens My and Louis it's not something... Cute. It's not really something we can get away from, but I think it's something we should try to get away from because I think it would make society better as a whole if we just understood, like, my F-150, I bought an F-150. I really, I like the truck, but I don't fucking like the truck. Placebo. It has a solid rear axle which is a million years old in terms of trucks. That's what she said. But, you know, you have to understand engineering and how things work, and I don't want to get too nerdy on this, but the way Nerd. that everything is made and uh, marketed towards people, like, you have to have the best, the best fucking thing there is. <sighs> Why do you think Trump's campaign was? Because he ran it like he was selling cars. Literally, make America great again. It's that same mm -hmm. fucking idea. Literally, he took even though his... it was first worn by said by Bill Clinton. Oh yeah, it was, Ra it was Reagan. But Reagan. Oh shit, and it goes all back right. Again. All right, how about we pull one more topic, you guys, before we get out of here? Oh, I was going to say well, we I, have. I, uh, I, I, I do have a. I have one. Okay. I know that there are aspiring meme makers out there. Mm -hmm. uh, so I I started making a clip today, but. Um, Buzz Aldrin. Shooting, man. Okay, well, you can put it on your shoulder. Don't be shy. Come with me, Buzz. You really like it? You're the one who said you walked on the moon when you didn't. Calling the kettle black if you ever thought of it. Saying I misrepresented myself. Get away from me. You're a coward and a liar and a thief. And a thief. And a thief. 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 Imagine getting a solid punch like that from a man that old. Wait, friends. do you think that he saw him the next day with the black guy and he was like, who put that there? All right. We love you guys. We will see you actually tomorrow for our holiday stream. It'll be at four o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And then we will not see you until the week after me and Bree. Um, well, maybe then, we'll live. Maybe we'll live over the weekend. Maybe, and then Tony and Kari will be live on Thursday to give you guys a fix. Yeah, it'll oh. be a short. It'll be like a half hour show. We're just going to recap the last two weeks of Star Trek so we don't lose where we are in our. So Kari can reviews, tell someone so. else besides me. Yeah, because we don't care.
Okay. Y'all two can fuck right off. Is this where we're not friends anymore? (laughs) Will do. Will do. (laughs) All right. We love you guys. Find us on the internet. We'll talk to y'all later. Where where can we find you all? You can find me at Indian Wells between uh, the end of May and the first week of June. Indian Wells. Um, Add contact in the desert. That's where you can find me. You can find me nowhere because I'm only your friend on YouTube and Discord. Okay. What about you, Tony? I'm just not your friend. You can find me at Black Water, <laughs> where you can just be pissed off at the shit that I fucking post because I think mm. it's funny and I only post it to piss people off. You can find Jamie on the corner. Fucking and... You can find me on the Twitter at Fires of Truth, where I inevitably piss off everybody. Same as Tony. Tony's just like the right Sling version of me, I guess. But yeah, the like... writer. All right, deuces. Bye. Bye. Bye.